Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Are you like me? Are you responsible for taking out the trash in the house? I very much so am. I'm the wash dishes, take the trash out for my wife. Okay. She doesn't want me to cook, so I I do the cleanup. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask why, but if it's like my wife, she's like, I want to eat something that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's she, there's times where my wife's like, "Hey, you know, I've got you know book club or something tonight. Right. You're you're responsible for dinner." I'm like, "That's perfect, uh-huh. kids. Let's go to Chick Fil A, yeah, and and be done. Cleanup's easy, and then Food's, Dad's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm the hero, Dad. That's right, exactly. Uh, that is like that is tried and true dadisms 101. I think all of us dads out there have done that for the last I don't know 50 years. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, <laughs> Like, oh, I'm tired. Let's just go get some food. It's just easier. Exactly. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about taking out the trash. That's where I was going with this, by the way. If you're listening, going, where in the world is this guy going? Uh, Sometimes we also need to do that same kind of thing in our financial life. We need to maybe take out, you know, some stuff that's not working anymore. You know, kind of like, what does they say about uh, a guest in your house and fish? After three days, they start to stink. So (laughs) you need to get rid of some of these things. So let's talk about a few places where we could eliminate some things we may not need anymore. And we'll kick it off with debt. Uh, If we're a pre-retiree or retiree and we're getting, well, I guess if we're a pre-retiree and we're getting closer to retirement, debt's a good thing to start getting rid of. Take it out. Yeah. So with debt, it causes weight. And and when you start to look at outflows of cash, one of the largest outflows of cash is debt servicing. So as you you look and as you get closer and closer to retirement, you know, there's lots of different debt snowball ideas and Sean, I want to pay down my home or whatever it may be. Just just try to knock that off as systematically and quickly as possible. Because mm-hmm. when you don't have debt, you don't have to create as much cash flow and, and income to cover it. And then you can keep your income levels a little lower and your tax rates can stay a little lower. And then you can get really strategic on your overall plan on how you want to withdraw money and yeah. where you want it to go. And so if you can knock that out as quick as possible, I'd go ahead and do that. Now, the flip side to that is, Sean, I'm okay having a mortgage. That's the one debt that sure, people are right. okay with sometimes. As long as your assets can cover it, uh, the income, and you're comfortable with it, then that's not a debt that I would really drive down. But if you've got credit card debt or anything like that, sure, student loans, yeah. let's knock those out quick. Well, and I'm sure we'll have future conversations uh, because that has changed as well about the whole conversation about mortgage debt versus not. And it used to be definitely considered, you know, quote unquote, good debt if there is such a thing. And even that's changed a little bit, but we'll save that for another topic another time. But yeah, obviously, if we're trying to clean up the trash a little bit, the financial trash, getting rid of some debt is a good idea. Uh, same thing with risk. We'll go, we'll kind of keep this again, general and broad. But as we're getting nearer to retirement, reducing some risk is certainly a good idea. And so eliminating some of that is a good thing to be thinking about. Yeah. I mean, it's what you don't know could potentially hurt you. And you know, we've had a, a really good 10 year run up of the markets. And I've heard a lot of people say, ah, oh, Sean, you know, this has been awesome. Uh, I've had, look at my returns. I'm outperforming the markets. This is great. Well, let's, that's great. I, I love the returns, <laughs> but let's look at what risk you're taking to get there. Right. In the event of a downturn. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then determine if that's comfortable. Yeah. You know, are, are you comfortable with this high level of risk, knowing that what goes up goes down and vice versa, the markets are going to bounce around each and every day. Mm-hmm. 
And that's okay as long as you're not pulling any income out. Yeah. But when you start to, to get closer to retirement and starting to rely on your funds for and your assets for income, you really need to have a clear picture of how much risk you're taking and how much risk you can afford inside of your plan. Well, I mean, that's a good point because it, it does come down to, yeah, everybody loves the upside when it's up, right? But you are you thinking about the potential of a backside and if so a downside i should say uh, if so what are you willing to have at risk and that's really kind of a big way of looking at it you know you could get all sean and i many times on our podcast get a little vegas analogy going on mm-hmm. how much are you willing to leave on the table if you are up and up and up and you're playing craps or roulette or whatever at some point you start eyeballing those chips going mm, i should take some of that off of there <laughs> and so it's yeah. the same kind of thing right so uh, how much risk is, is are you comfortable with as your age gets closer to retirement. So that's one way you can clean up that trash a little bit. A lazy money, that's something that we'll probably talk about more in the future too as well, but that's a good place you can clean up a little bit of trash because lazy money is, well, it's not doing anything. It's just sitting there and it's not even keeping up with inflation. Right, lazy money's money in uh, money market accounts, right. CDs. Uh, well, CDs now, because CD rates are, you know, for all intents and purposes, are max around two, two and a half percent. You look at that and and yes, those assets aren't keeping pace with inflation, but then if you start to put a tax component to it, money market accounts, savings, CDs, they all earn ordinary interest. Mm-hmm. So then it's taxed at whatever tax rate you're at. Yeah. Okay. So then it's even a, a, a bigger issue. So when you start to look at that lazy money, you know, there are lots of conservative options out there that maybe are dividend producing or or whatever it may be. Take a look at those. Uh, put your money to work for you. I like dividends. I, you know, that I personally use holdings that provide dividends. And so when you start to look at, at how to maximize that that money, you don't have to take a ton of risk. Yeah. But there's some things that you can do to increase the overall interest in those accounts. And, and I get it. So for a lot of people, you know, we I mean, we definitely and we're talking about money outside of an emergency fund too. By the way, folks, emergency money. We'll talk about that on another day. How much you should have, or, or roughly so on and so forth for each situation. But we're talking money outside of that money that you know. And I get it. I'm one of those people that I like to play this game with myself, where I'm looking at my savings account and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to kind of go for this dollar amount next, and I keep trying to get it to climb up. But at some point, you know, what kind of emergency do you require that needs that much cash sitting there doing nothing? You're just losing purchasing power. It's not like if you have a whole bunch of money in your safe that there's some magical money bunnies in there that are creating more money. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's, you know, you're just because you, if you put in if you put fifty thousand dollars in your safe today and you took it out five years from now, it's not going to buy in five years how much fifty grand would have bought today. So, when I think we all know that, but we tend to forget about it. Much like calories, we kind of go, eh, whatever, uh, and we forget that inflation is going to chip away at that money that's just not doing much for us, other than looking good in the bank account. So, lazy money is another place you can kind of keep things uh, cleaned up a little bit. Make sure that you don't have too much that's just sitting there not working hard for you. Send it out like little soldiers and have it make more money for you. All right, final one, Sean, uh, for taking out the trash is maybe working with somebody who's not really in it for you. They're more in it for themselves. Like They're like, hey, check out my new, you know, Beamer or whatever. <laughs> yeah, check out this fancy account. It, it'll solve all your problems. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, that doesn't exist. There's not going to be a magical account. There's not going to be... No magic uh, bullet, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, and and so it, it's hard, though, because you, there's a lot of people that are out there that are that are out in the public eye that are presenting certain things, and 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 then, you know, who do I, who do I trust? So when I look at, 
you know, how do you find an advisor that's going to look out for you rather than themselves? There's a couple of litmus tests that I would I would look at. One, what is the process that the advisor is going to take you through? You know, is it, hey, you come in, we get to know you, and then, oh, by the way, here's the here's the best account to serve your situation. Uh, without really getting to know you, that to me, that's not uh, that's not financial planning. That's just hey, here's they're selling product or whatever it may be. And so, what what sort of process are are they? Is somebody going to take you through? Are they going to take you through a well thought out, logical process to help you see where you are now and, and make adjustments, or are they just going to throw everybody that comes in gets gets this? The second thing that I would that I would look for is licensing. You know, what sort of licensing do they carry? And you can go to a lot of different places. You know, are they, are they, do they follow a fiduciary standard? Do they, are they just commission based? You know, there's, you go to the SEC and you can find that out. So I'd look at the, the type of planning that they do. Do they take somebody through a process? You know, what licensing do they carry? And then to be completely honest, I, I don't know if this is a great, what I, if I should say this or not on the show, but I'd look at background checks. You know, they ever had had any complaints filed against them, sure. both financial yeah. no. and criminal? Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's a fine thing to say. And sometimes the warm fuzzies is a good one too, right, Sean? I mean, if I, if you're meeting with somebody and you sit down with them and you get a good feeling, trust your gut sometimes. Then do your homework, of course. But right. that goes a long way. Intuition can. If so, and of course, if somebody rubs you the wrong way right out of the gate, then that maybe is just a sign it's not a good fit. I heard a great a great term. Okay. I want you to I want you to trust me, but I want you to verify what yeah. I say is accurate. Exactly. Trust now, but verify. Now you know what's really funny about that. So a lot of our listeners are pre-retirees and retirees. So they're most of us are gonna remember that Ronald Reagan said that. Uh, trust but verify in some mm-hmm. of his famous speeches. What's really funny about that is that it's actually a it's a Russian KGB st- uh, one of their mottos actually at the KGB was trust but verify and and Reagan stole that from him. How funny is that? Uh, <laughs> That's in the, crazy. In the era of you know the Cold War in the eighties with uh, with Reagan and Gorbachev. Pretty. I, I saw that on a program and it was pretty cool. It was pretty interesting. It was a thing about Reagan's background. It was pretty neat. So look at there. We are even sharing some history with you today. <laughs> I love it. All right, Sean. Well, I think with that, my friend, I think we're going to wrap it up this week. And uh, I hope you have yourself a fantastic week. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Sounds good. We'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you next time right here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.